This episode had something for fans of the original trilogy, the prequel trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. This was awesome. All right, so let's talk about it. This is chapter 23 of The Mandalorian. All right, this one is called The Spies. The Spies. I am Keith. <laughs> no, you're not. I am Kerwin. Don't this assume my identity on the internet. I'm Keith. This is Kerwin. This is Father Son Galaxy. Thank you for joining us. If this is your first time, we really appreciate it. Uh, like this video. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe, please, to our channel. You will not be disappointed. If you are a you know, longtime viewer of our show and you're back, all right, wonderful. Let's talk about this. Is going to be a good episode. We are on a race to 1K. And yes, we are, 1,000. Everyone who can help us, please do. Uh, it takes like five seconds to subscribe. And if you're unhappy with us, which I don't think you will be, you can unsubscribe. Yeah, we don't want to tell <laughs> We don't want to tell people to do that, but anyway. So yeah, we're 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 doing good. Well, we're getting there. We're, we're getting close to, to one thousand. Just stay subscribed. All right. Okay. Let's talk about it. All right. So this is the spies. This was written by Dave Filoni and John Favreau. All right. Co-written, directed by Rick Famuyiwa. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we 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 know that he's directed uh, the last is, two. We know it's going to be yeah, good. That that's exactly right. So this is a two part. This is a to be continued. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to cover three storylines, all right? But feel free to, if you're listening, you, we can talk about anything that else you want to talk about in the episode. But right now, we're going to cover three, uh, three topics. So we're going to start with that meeting at the beginning, the Shadow Council, all right? I, I love, you know, these, these secret meetings, you know, the Imperial meetings. It's very interesting. Why? Well, you know, I just it like... It's kind of reminiscent of the scene of the Avengers where Nick Fury talked to the council. Well, I mean, because they're talking of secrets, you know, there are things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Um, it sounds, you like being filled in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Especially from the Imperials, you know, they always got something cooking. All right. Okay. So let's talk about who attended this meeting. So, um, well, you know, yeah. So let's talk about uh, Moff Gideon. You know, he uh, had a conversation with Kane. Kane informed him, informed him that. Uh, um, uh, Din Djarin's clan and 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 Bo Katan's group, children of the watch. Yes, yeah, they are all combined and are like, working that together. Be. They're sworn he's, enemies. He's shocked that they're working together. So now he considers them a threat. So he goes to the meeting. Um, we see many people. We don't know the, the names of all of the members of this uh, shadow group, shadow council, but we do know uh, two people. One, Captain Gilead Pelion. All right, Captain Gilead Pelion was actually uh, a character that was introduced in the Timothy Zahn novel, Heir to the Empire. All right, he is uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn's right hand man, you know, basically, right? So he. So that's um, why he kept being like, when Thrawn will once again return. Yeah. My br bro. Yeah. He got sent off into hyperspace like 15 years ago. Yes, yes. So he's a commanding officer. Y'all still on this? <laughs> he he's a commanding officer of one of the. I mean, we know he's gonna come back. Come Star on, Star Destroyers called the Harbinger. Uh, he's an ally of Thrawn, and he thinks that the Empire—the only way the Empire is going to re resurge, reemerge—it um, it, it it relies on the return of Grand Morph Tarkin. You mean Thrawn? Tarkin's, Tarkin's vaporized. You're right. You're right. Uh, Grant, yes. Grant Tarkin Admiral, has joined Alderaan. Yes. Grand Admiral Thrawn is uh, 
yeah, nothing's going to happen. The empire is not going to reemerge without Grand Admiral Thrawn. Okay. You know the now, funny part? Yeah. If you notice in the first order, there's no mention of Thrawn, no sightings of Thrawn, no Thrawn whatsoever. Okay. All right. So that something's got to happen. Well, the, Thrawn's name is being mentioned more often than not, right? So I, you know, we could talk about what we think is going to happen in, in episode eight, chapter 24. But all right, for right now, so uh, Peleon mentions Thrawn's name because he knows Thrawn very well. Um, the Empire cannot function without him. He's the heir to the Empire, as we've already heard. Um, the other person in this meeting is Brendel Hux. All right, General Brendel Hux. So familiar. Yes, the last name. So now let's talk a little bit about his backstory. So Brendel Hux was the commandant of the Empire, right? And he was uh, the founder of this Ar uh, Arcanus Academy. And he. Arcanus. Arcanus Academy. And he uh, uh, was in charge of these commandant's cadets, okay? And there are these kids, you know, like they're, you know, young kids um, who are being trained to be loyal. Uh, stay loyal to the empire. Um, they're yes, trained the as soldiers. Has his, um, yes. The commandant or general? Well, it says commandant. I guess he's now a general. Maybe he was promoted to a general, but he goes by General Brendel Hux now. Okay. But back then he was a commandant. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. And uh, so he created this group called the uh, the Commandant Cadets. Like I said, they're young people who he handpicked. Uh, to actually uh, work as soldiers for the Empire. Now, when I heard this term, um, I saw the name Zare Leonis. Yep. And I recall years ago that you read a book. It was a you know a junior novel uh, you read about Zare. Can you tell us Zare's connection to the cadets? So he was actually one of the cadets that was part of the Commandant's Cadets Project. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Very good. And yeah. he eventually defected and escaped with Ezra. Right. Yeah. And then I think no, he stayed and then he defected okay. later. Now I know he was a spy for the rebels, right? So he wasn't really there to actually become a part of the Imperials, but he was there looking for his sister. sister right. Okay. Okay. He wasn't really spying for the rebels. He was just trying to find his sister, man. Okay. All right. Well, I, you know, I've been hearing different stories. I think he, you know, that was his, um, his, the excuse he was using to be a part of the Imperial so he can get inside so he could find his sister. So I think, um, you know, he actually explained to the Imperials that he wanted to join because he loved the Empire. But in fact, he was working behind the scenes with the rebels. But I know, I know that the book you read, you read it you know, a while back. It was a long time ago. Okay. All right. And then, uh, and then, uh, Gideon. So Gideon comes to this meeting and he has some demands. There's some things that he's looking for. Um, Give me my Praetorian guards and tie bombers. Right. First of all, he, he tells the group, the council, that the Mandalorians are reforming and they're and he knows that they're planning to take Mandalore back. Okay. And he considers the Mandalorians a threat. Um and uh Gideon wants something done. You know, he 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 wants to. Uh, you know, he requested uh, bombers, uh, interceptors, and three Praetorian guards. I don't know why three, but something about the number three. He asked. Three is a magic he, number. He requested three for some reason. So, 
put a so pen, you can have an entourage, right? Put a pin in that. You know, of course, we're going to talk about these guards towards the end. All right, so that is the uh, the Shadow Council, right? Very interesting. Um, now, I I forgot to write it down, but there was a, a project that Hux, Okay, we don't know what that means. No. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah, necromancer. Nope. Yeah. So that's very interesting. That's something we'll we'll look into maybe for next week. We'll get some more information on what that could be. And then, by the way, so uh, again, Brendel Hux is actually the father of Armitage Hux, who was played by Don Hall Gleason in The Force Awakens. All right, so he was one of the the funny thing the generals his, his in the first order. His father is his brother. Yes, that's right. So the character uh, canonically, of course, their their father and son, but in real life, um, Don Hall Gleason's brother was playing Brendel Hux. Yeah, and that makes sense because when you look at them, you know, you could you see this person. Yeah, you his see brother's Hux. right. The, this this actor, well, the actor's name is Brian Gleason. So, like you said, he's the brother of Donald Gleason. Um, they look alike, and I said, "Wow, that's pretty good that they found someone to look like." Uh, Donald Gleason, Donald Gleason, and we know that they're related. Yeah. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So if we we can move on to the next storyline, we'll talk about how Bo-Katan um, gave up the dark saber to Moff Gideon. All right. Also, there's a section where we talk about how Gideon got the dark saber. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. Right. So, Dad, how did Gideon get the dark? Well, saber? that was a question that we've been asking ourselves for a good long time. We had no idea how he got the dark saber. Um, Bo finally told the story about what happened, um, and had to do with uh, a night of a thousand tears. Right? We've talked about this before. This is when, uh, right when the empire was forming, um, the emperor wanted Mandalore to become a part of the empire. He, he wanted them to play a role in his ruling um and the the, the people of, of mandalore said no we don't want to be a part of the empire and the emperor took his revenge on them and destroyed their planet yeah. and and destroyed oh, oh uh, you're gonna say something yeah, I, yeah i'm agreeing with you i said yes, yeah right yeah destroy their planet uh destroy many lives uh, of mandalorians so you know what was Bo going to do, you know? Uh, so it, it turns out that, you know, after this Night of a Thousand Tears happened, the ISB stepped in, right? The Information Security Bureau stepped in and wanted um, Bo to negotiate with the Empire, all right? Moff Gideon. And in turn, you know, if, uh, you know, they can uh, agree... Mandalorian lives would be spared. Right, if they can agree on um, Bo surrendering uh, to the Empire. And um, I, actually, let me, I wrote down exactly what she said. So let me just say that because it's better than me trying to, to remember what she said. Uh, so the ISB reached out to Bo to negotiate a ceasefire. In exchange for submitting to the Empire and disarming, all remaining cities and Mandalorian lives would be spared. All right. So that's why Bo handed Gideon the Darksaber. And that's exactly how Gideon received it. All right, All right. put a pin in that yep. Q&A. Mm -hmm. And by the way, so of course Gideon betrayed her and, you know, the Great Purge continued on. Yep. All right, so let's go to Q&A. All, right. All right. Some nerd. Hello, everyone. Hello, some nerd. Hello, Thank that. You. Yes. Mm -hmm. For the Shadow Council, Captain 
I'm supposed to say this. Palion. Palion was, was a captain that served under Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels in the EU. That is correct. Yeah, we just said that in yeah. uh, Heir to the Empire. That's correct. Yeah, that's exactly true. Yeah, he did. He did. He was a right-hand man. Lisa yep. Washington. Hello, Lisa. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much. Alex, great questions. Thought it was a great episode. Best episode of the season. Well, you haven't seen the finale yet. Well, that's true, right? We still got one more episode left. But for now, yeah, let me know what you think about this episode. Anything that uh, one of your favorite moments in the episode. Talk about where you think it's going for um, chapter 24. Let's talk about it. That's what we're here yeah, for. The, so the finale hasn't been released, released yet. Yeah, the episode is so good. Is yeah, he is gone. Can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, uh, we can't wait either. Yeah, rip, so we can. Rip has yes, rest in peace. Yes, exactly. All right, so we're going to talk about that. So, are there any more um, comments? Yeah, so that's how we know. That's how Moff Gideon got the dark saber. All right, so that we have <clears throat> one of our, you know, you know multiple questions. Uh, that we have. We have that one answered. Okay. All right. So let's move on to Paz business. All right. Uh, so the plan for, like I said, for the the the, the Mandalor Mandalorians, the group, uh, they're all coming together. Yes, they don't get along with each other, but they're doing the best they can. But their goal is to go back to Mandalore um, and, and reclaim their land uh, so what they did, they, they, there, many of them were traveled to the planet uh, to find the great, um, the, the great forge. Right there is this uh, very sacred area, a part of the, 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 the planet that they were looking for, and they went to the great forge, and they fell into a trap. All of a sudden, we see these imperial officers with Beskar armor coming after them and then there's a shootout you know you got the pew 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 coming yep um bow 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 yeah and mandalorians <clears throat> are going down everywhere what was interesting was when you know we're watching you know the the battle between the imperial troopers and and the mandalorians all of a sudden as they kept moving like the 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 the, the location the layout the cave starts to look more like an imperial base you know like it, it kind of looked like you could have been on, on the death star yeah and they just straight up kept running through. right yeah and you know we were looking at that too and i was thinking well why does this look like the death star like what's going on here and then we realized that you know gideon has been there all along so it must have been that right after the the, the purge um he stayed and he rebuilt um and uh created an imperial base on mandalore and in turn was actually using their resources to create an army of soldiers wearing this Beskar alloy. Yep. Very interesting, very interesting. So they get caught, um, they're trapped, the Mandalorians are trapped. Din Djarin actually was also trapped, but he was captured. So, you know, was, uh, Gideon found a way to, to, to keep the rest of the Mandalorians back and, and held doors. inside yeah, these uh, steel doors, but, um, Mando, Din Djarin, was on his own and they captured him intentionally. So Gideon wants something from, from Din for some reason because he says, you know, just take him to the debriefing room, you know, and uh, so what does he want with Din? We'll find out. So there's so, rooms there. Yeah, and Din, you know, unfortunately has been separated by Grogu, you know. They're separated from Grogu. Uh, right, they're separated Not from by Grogu. Grogu. Yes, yeah, separated from Grogu. Um, 
That's very interesting, you know. Um, so oh, now, by the way, Grogu is now Grogu twelve. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he has his little. Um, he's got, he's got a IG twelve now. now that he's he's uh, moving around, he's monitoring, and he's you know. So he yeah. is Grogu twelve. You know, the only thing, as far as I know, the 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 droid can't fire or defend itself, right? He can only just move the droid around and say yes yeah, but or no. He can no. also pick up. He can pick up things with his hands, and if he can pick up things, he can pick up a blaster and do the you know easy gross motor function to just like. Possibly. Oh, okay. So Grogu can arm himself. That, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, or he could we, just use the force. We may see something like that in, in the next episode. All right. All right we got some more Q&A. All right. We got Jamela. Jamela, thank you so much. Favorite moments when Grogu gets his robot. That was pretty, that was interesting. You know, we didn't know where they were going with IG-11. Um, and I thought like after the first episode that we were done seeing IG, but me too. I didn't they found think he'd come back, but yeah. I'm kind of glad he did because mm -hmm. Grogu needed some armor. I mean, he's about to go up, up against Moff Gideon and the Legion of exactly. Beskar Ally Stormtroopers. I mean, I agree. Come on, you can't you can't have this boy out here in his cloth robes using the force. Like it's just not gonna work. Yeah. So Grogu has a way to defend himself now. Of course, I mean, we know he has the force, but at least he has some kind of protection around him. Some type of armor, you know, like all the Mandalorians have their armor, right? So why couldn't Grogu have some type of armor? But you notice, so he, he he's kind of exposed. True. Like there's That's no true. there's no helmet plate or something. There's nothing that shuts down. Like you remember in the the Clone Wars, the sunny day in the void, mm -hmm. the Colonel he had his own space inside the droid that could close. So that you know, it, 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 you're not like just right there in the line of fire. Mm -hmm, good point. Yeah, right. See, these stormtroopers seem to have some aim, actually. Yeah, they're they're, they're very good, actually. So they they've been trained by the best. Stormtroopers uh, only have aim when it's mm -hmm. necessary to the story. Mm -hmm. Speaking of these troopers, these Imperial troopers in the in this Beskar armor, who do you think they are? Do you think they were, you know? I think one of them could be Kane, because she did have a stormtrooper coat. Interesting. Okay. That's a good point. You're right. She did have the TK number. Um, yeah. So, so you know that the it, for Mandalorian's history is that you know some of the Mandalorians were loyal to the Empire. So I wonder, you know, after the purge, there might have been some of them who decided to actually join the Empire, and they may be the ones who are in this new armor. Who knows? Okay. Just thinking out loud. All right. Okay. So let's finish up. So let's talk about. Uh, so this battle that's taking place, and like I said, the, the you know the Mandalorians are trapped. Uh, Gro, uh, Grogu is separated from his dad. Din is taken away. He's captured and taken away by Gideon. Uh, so what happens next? Well, Bo-Katan is able to cut a hole into the steel using the, the dark, dark saber. Taking her time. Well, it's it's, it's, it's steel. All right. So my God, just what like. And, you know, in the meantime, to, to give them some time to escape, Paz Vizsla stays behind and starts firing on the troopers. All right. And, and then slams the door. Right. And then, you know, Bo was able to get all the Mandalorians out and Paz is the only one left. And, you know, she says, come on, Paz, let's go. And he says, no, you know, you know, I, you know, we got to take these guys out. And, you know, Bo said, no, you know, I'm not leaving without you. Paz said, this is the way. So, Bo is gone. 
has gold goes into the. I don't the, know how much of the way that was. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, he's right in the line of, all, of fire. He's got this huge bulky armor. Yeah. He could have ran. No matter how many times they fired at his back, he would have mm. been just fought. Right. That's true. That's true. And we knew at some point that that you know his his weapon was going to run. Oh, it overheated. Yeah, it, 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 that thing yeah. turned fiery. Yeah. It it it, it malfunctioned. And, I thought it was going to blow up on him. Yeah, it, it malfunctioned, and all he had left was his own fists, you know. So he started, and he, he did good. He did pretty good, actually. He he, he was took able out to literally all of them, pretty much. And then, and then, oh no! All you last Jedi fans out there, and then here it comes. Even far between. Here, oh, <laughs> here comes the Praetorian guards. They just walk out like. They own the place because they, they just, were around like two decades before before snow kind of they, why not yeah they just walk out like okay three against one this is nothing and they and come out and picks up his shield and yeah. a knife and he's like fight me and they're like we will yeah and they you know paz was no match for these guards mm. i mean i'm telling you they they took care of paz um you know he 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 was valiant see um, i'll tell paz you what i would have done the mistake he made was picking yeah. up the uh, the uh, I think it's called Viper Blade. Yes. That's the mistake he made. He should have picked up a blaster because what he picked up hmm. wasn't going to do much good. He could have stood from afar, picked up two blasters, and fired on them. That's a good point, right? Because you had plenty of blasters around. You they know, were all the scattered. Yeah, yeah. But he went in for close combat, and that was a bad idea. Hmm. Or if you really wanted to go for the knife, just throw them. Yeah. You're right. You're that right. would have been much easier. But Paz was easily because Ray with no training and Kylo with the broken lightsaber managed to take out like eight of these guys. True, true, true. So you know, Paz was no match for these. I mean, him and like full on Kylo and Ray had robes. I mean, okay. I, I kid you not. But him in full armor with so many weapons at his disposal, mm -hmm. he could have thrown blasters at them in one. Yeah. Something about these guards, I mean, they're, they're uniform, you know, in the cape. They're just very, oh, I mean, they're just absolutely, you can't take your eyes yeah. off of them when they come How on the How do screen. those blades work? I don't know, but. Because they don't look like light. They look like they're laced with some sort of energy, but they look like chains. And I'm like, how are you using these to, like, people, like, Scientifically, I mean, they look like work. they're they're electrical, right? So, like, maybe they like you know electro like, right? Exactly. So, like, you're getting you know stabbed with the you know getting shocked, you know. I, I don't know, you know, like a stun gun or something like that. I mean, it just it, it looked painful, you um, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physically, so, that's not gonna work. That would have left a mark all over his armor. Well, that's true, and they were able to even penetrate the Beskar. Yep. That was amazing. That no, was amazing. it wasn't. Well, I, not for him. <laughs> not for Paz, no. But all right, so Paz, <laughs> Paz, Vizsla, that wasn't amazing. Paz was heroic. I did not expect this to happen to Paz, actually. Me um, I kind of thought he would, you know, raise his son. Yeah, who's yeah. Who's still there. How about that? What's going to happen to who's Ragnar? Who's supposed to take his son? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Does he have a mother? Where's um, I don't know, but you know, at least he has a clan. He has a clan of, of brothers and sisters who. What's are, the armor going to do? Adopt him? Yeah, you know, I want to. Yeah, we're going to get to Q and A, but I just want to finish up. Paz is gone, 
and then you know once the uh the uh Victorian guards are you know done they just walk out and say uh all right let's go grab some lunch mm-hmm. and they, they just they just, just they, walk they, out they get they grab their whips yeah. straighten their robes like yeah. they're will smith and they're like yeah it's like i'm well, hungry you know where, where you want to go time yeah. to go back yeah mcdonald's you want to you want to go get some galactic space fries yeah I, and some butter cookies i, I, I know easy. a good place yeah yeah yeah, it, it was amazing to see. All right, Q&A. Yes, Q&A. Who do we have? All right, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Hi, good to see you. Hello, hello, hello. Loved how tough the guards were. Delivered on what was promised in the sequel. Yeah, I wonderful. You know, like I said, I mean, I, I don't know any Star Wars fan who could have been disappointed with this episode. I just can't see it, you know? So you had to like something. I could have. You think there's? If I were insane, right? Yeah, these, you know, there has. I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for a fan to come out and say that this is one of the worst episodes ever made Kids, you of know, the Mandalorian. If somebody, if somebody on Twitter goes, yeah. "This is the worst episode of the yeah. Mandalorian," prove me wrong. They will be deleting their account within 24 hours. Yeah. Kids, you not the I, entire internet is just going to flame them. Yeah, I just don't know. Anything bad you could say. Even about the this DC fans are gonna flame <laughs> the DC fans, right? Even the prequels fans are gonna flame. Yeah, the sequels I mean, fans. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, it had, it had a little bit of the prequels. Uh, you know, talking about the cloning. Um, you know, talking about uh, you know the man, the Mandalorians. They go back to the to the prequel days. Yeah, and Gideon and then, is all of them because he's he's got the jet. He's yeah. got the lightsaber of a Jedi. He's got the cloning tactics of a. Cloner, as yeah, you said, right, and he's got the Mandalorian, right, order. and then the reemergence of the Empire. I mean, that's the original trilogy, the Empire, you know, the Galactic Empire, and then you got the guards from, yeah, you got the guards from the sequel trilogy. I mean, this is awesome, you know this, this, this episode, I'm sure pleased every Star Wars fan out there. So yeah. we're good, except for non-Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, they wouldn't know the difference if they're not watching. Yeah. Jamela, I was thinking Paz was going to attempt to get Din, but those Praetorian guards are too much for him. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's funny because I had no idea what these guards were going to do. You know, when yes, I thought they were going to be Paz. like his personal entourage on a ship. Yeah, are Praetorian guards force sensitive? I get the impression that they're not. I yeah, think they're they just cunning. The Knights of Ren channeled the force. Yeah, I think but, that. Um, the uh, the Praetorian guards are just dudes in armor. Yeah, they're cunning warriors. Whoever they are, they know how to fight. They know how to defend themselves. Wait, so they... are those the same Praetorian guards that we see in um, the Last Jedi? Well, the you mean the exact same guards? I I don't know. That's a good. Well, I don't think so because remember that takes thir- takes place like thirty years in the future. You it's know, about so 20. it can't. Okay, it can't be the same. Guards. I mean, I'm sure they have plenty well, of. Those. They could have got somebody 21. They could be still be doing this in their 40s. Ah, I don't know. I don't know. But was it okay? So remind me in the last Jedi, how many guards were there fighting? I'm pretty sure there was eight. There were eight fighting Ray and and Kylo. Eight. Wow. Okay. All right. So you look, there's an army of them. You know what I mean? So first order saw what they could do and say, hey, you know, we need more of these guys, and then that's what. And happened. yet we never saw them again. Yeah. Right, I don't know how to feel about Grogu's mech. Uh, it, feel it, happy? No, I mean, it's it's interesting. I I think there's going to be more to it. Some nerd, you know, they, there's going to have to be 
something else that Grogo would need to do in that Maybe suit. he's just going to start spinning around with two blasters in his hands. Well, about right. Wee! That's the reason why I asked you, okay, well, how can he defend himself? Because, you know, like you said, I mean, you can see the entire, you know, Grogu is exposed. So what is he going to do to defend himself? You know, Well, they're going to have to regroup, firstly. Yeah, okay. The Mandalorians have got to regroup because this, this is not manageable. Well, they're, after what happened. They're down in. They're down past. Yeah. Well, and, um, yeah, that was a major loss. And knowing what they know now, I would have retreated, regrouped, grabbed whatever gear I could get, and came back. Mm -hmm. All right. So, you know, anytime when one of your own gets captured, um, what happens next? They're going to go after him. They're going to go find him. And they're going to go save him. So I think that's what's going to happen. Dallas, thank you for joining us. Hello to you. I, I think that's what's going to happen. But you're right. They're going to have to regroup, right? Because they lost Paz. And they need to get Din back. They have to come up with a game plan. They absolutely do have to come up with a game plan. All right. Now, a couple of things I want to bring up. Uh, one is, what happened to the armorer? Well, remember, she went up with the six. The she sick did. people. The sick people, right. And then she, you know, ferried them back to the ship. Yeah, understood. I, I, which is, I can understand, you know, taking care of the wounded. Um, but, you know, it's just what a coincidence that, you know, they were ambushed and she wasn't there. What am I trying to say? I don't know. I, but remember, we saw her go up to the ship. Well, yeah. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, she absolutely did. What I'm trying to get to is, maybe you she think she may have anything to, yes. Do you think she had anything to do with this ambush? You think she knew that this was coming and that's the reason why she was not there? But then again, Dad, yeah. why would she have broke his hand and go through all the trouble to start finding other clans to amass an even bigger force to have a bigger chance of losing the fight just to have them, just to betray them in the end? All right. Like, I feel like she wouldn't have, I feel like she wouldn't personally have another clan member recruit more clan members yeah. for a battle that was rigged for them to lose. That's a very good point. But let me be the devil's advocate here. Okay. Could it be that she may be working with Gideon, right? No. To actually eliminate the Mandalorian so that she no. and Gideon can rule Mandalore. But Gideon's going to betray her at the end. Well, of course. Well, Come Gideon, on, he you doesn't know, care. He, right. You know, Gideon doesn't look like anybody, you know. But it, maybe that's too he, far. He's out. just going to, like, bye bye. Maybe that's too far out there. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. your theory's here, yes, outer space is all the way over. <laughs> so here. not even close, right? So you don't think outer the armor had nothing to do with this ambush? She, it was just a coincidence that she was not there, oh, and she was actually there. the one who volunteered to take the sick and the wounded back. You know, I just, you know, she's the armor. She's a leader. You know. Why wouldn't she well, get one? By trade, she she's supposed to give people armor. Okay. I mean, she's the leader of the clan, but she's fought like once. Well, look. Well, twice. So as the leader, three times. Remember when she started clanging heads in the second season? Yeah, I remember that. I do. First season. I do. Well, as a leader, and when she started clanging heads at the what was it, third or fourth episode? Yes, the she did, right. Deployed, she, she, took out that, she took out that uh, Trandoshan, right, mm -hmm. at the tower? <laughs> and uh, what yeah. was the other time she started clegging heads? Um, I mean, we know she can defend herself, so I, I'm just Oh, yeah, wondering. during the fight with the crocodile. 
Yes, true. Right. But really all she did was grab somebody and run back to shore like, nope, that's too wet. I, you know, as a leader, you think that you would want to be with your people to lead them, uh, to help them make the right decisions. Remember, she's basically given all control of the clan to Bo-Katan. I understand that, but, you know, I, I thought maybe she would have done more for, for, for the clan. That's all. Okay. All right. We have more Q&A coming up. Sumner, the weapons remind of the staffs Grievous Guards had. I Electro think. staffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. They do. Ken Bishop. Hello, Ken. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. I remember this name. Did either of you count how many Mandalorians were on screen? It was a lot so of Mandalorians. Didn't that it? icon used to be purple, or am I wrong? What icon are you referring to? The uh, the K. I don't know. I don't know. But I think this is a very excuse me. This is a very good question that Ken was asking. How many Mandalorians do you think were on that screen? I was amazing. Like every time you see the Mandalorians, you just see a new sixty-seven. Face. You just see a new face. You know, just wow. There was a lot of them, and oh. then. Probably 67. Yeah. Uh, Alex, this is the worst episode ever, said no one ever. <laughs> Are we counting Grogu as a man? Well, yeah. he's a foundling. Yeah. Michelle. Uh, yeah, I got to see this episode in London. Oh, congratulations. So you're in London. Definitely one of my favorite episodes. <sighs> so if you can, uh, Michelle, tell us about the, the atmosphere when the people saw, especially, you know, how did they react? You know, I, I'm sure they were excited. They were jubilated. But how did they react when they jubilated? Saw, when they saw the—that's a word, isn't it? Jubilated. Not jubilated. <laughs> <laughs> jubilated. Jubilated. Jubilated sounds like something you get after you have too much tea. <laughs> you, you, you get jubilated. Yeah, too it's much like, caffeine. Oh right? my gosh, I, I had too I'm, much I'm, Earl Grey. I'm, I'm jubilated. jubilated. Right? Yes. The, 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 I'm so jubilated. The jubilation in the air. Jubilate. <laughs> jubilant. There were there was joy, I'm sure, like right? Cherries so what, jubilee, except, what, you know, don't what was don't the flame them like they did on Frasier. Yes, don't cherry blow them up in a everywhere. blue flash. What were what were the the people's reaction when the Praetorian guards? How jubilationist were yes, they? How jubilation was it? Thank you. Okay. The All grammar, right. the grammar theorists, y'all. Jamela, I love the first shot of the Mando light cruiser pulling up on Navarro. Right. I thought they were going to be invaded. Call back to the opening of the original Star Wars. Good point. Yeah. I, I, so I, went, I was thinking, well, wait a minute. How did the Empire get there so quickly? Do you think the Mandalorians is a spy turncoat from our... Which one? Okay. Do you think one of the Mandalorians... Yeah, I think it's the armor. Honestly, I don't <laughs> think so. Yeah, I don't okay. think I don't think Gideon would need that because he's already got Kane and she has access to all of those New Republic yeah. documents. Yeah. So she can pick anything from the archive. She can pick anything yeah. from the past, the present, and what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. So she has access to all of that. I don't know why he'd need another like another spy. Well, I mean, okay, so I know it's a long shot that it, that it's the armorer, but we know, you know, as we said earlier, that you know. There are some Mandalorians that were loyal to the Empire, and I think there's there still are. Um, and those are the shouldn't ones. have been. Remember in Rebels when um, the Empire just started randomly vaporizing Mandalorians? That was that was fun. Well, yeah, I hear what you're saying, you're right? But again, you know, there was a time when Mandalorians and the Empire worked together, right? I think there are still Mandalorians out there that are still loyal to the Empire. So those are the those are the. Uh, the betrayers or the, you know. 
Those are the ones that are working with Gideon. All right, the armor is shady. Yes, as Thoros explained, said, and as Curran hinted, it is suspicious she left right before the <clears> ambush start. It is suspicious, isn't it, Alex? It, it's it's like I said. I mean, as a leader, you don't leave your people behind, you know, unless you're wounded. And she was clearly fine. Um, I can understand her taking care of the wounded, but she could have given that job to any other. She did the same on the uh, ship, though, remember? I'm sorry. She, she did the same on the ship, remember? When she was heal when she was helping to bandage up that dude who got kind of banged up. Okay. Again, I don't think she needs to do that. I she could have given that job to somebody else. I think she should be with her people, even though you know we know that that Bo is the leader of, of the Mandalorians, and she should be standing right by the leader, side by side. Isn't that Mando's job? Yeah. Okay, King. All right. I, you know you don't want the armor. But what what would happen if it was the armor who who betrayed the Mandalorians? Oh, it'd be a revolt. By you or who? I mean, would no, you by be the a, Mandalorians. Would you? Well, no, I'm talking about you personally because you don't think the armor is betraying. Is I wouldn't be necessarily surprised. Okay, all right then. All right, so I'm so I just don't think it's likely. Okay, understood, understood. Yeah, it does seem surprising, but not criminal. Right, exactly. Right. I, 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 I it's it is unlikely, but it's suspicious, right? You know that she was not, not there, but not criminal, <laughs> not criminal, not yet. Edward Skywalker, Grogu is probably going to be the main character in the next episode because Din was captured, and the first person to want him back is clearly Grogu. Interesting. I the main hope character. So. Yeah. So Grogu mostly was kind of a side prop. True. True. Like yeah, Grogu they're not giving Grogu much to do. Because the original thing is Grogu was was originally still supposed to be off with Luke for training. Yes, that's and true. And personally, I love seeing Grogu earlier, but I I think we also could have waited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about that. Yeah, we don't know why they were brought back early, sooner than later, but... Well, because Grogu's like the cash cow of Star Wars. Well, Everyone loves Grogu, guys. Understood, understood. But now they're separated again, so what is Grogu going to do, you know? That, you know, that might Grogu's be... Grogu's going to grab two blasters and spin around. You never know. I mean, you never know. I mean, I'm sure he's very upset right now that his dad's been taken away, you know? So we'll find out. Michelle, will we see Boba and other friends of Mando in the next episode to rescue Din? I don't know. We might. We might. I never thought of that, but that is possible. Wouldn't oh. it be great if Bo called in reinforcements? Because she knows where Boba Fett is. She knows he exists. You know, you, you brought up a good point. I was about to say that because I know their relationship the last time the two of them were on screen, although they did work together fine. But they, they were a bit, they were they, snippy. They were snippy, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, they were. But again, I think Bo would be willing to go to him because you know, right? You know, because Mando just pledged loyalty to her, and all of a sudden he just got um ripped away. So that's not a bad idea to actually get Boba involved because remember when Boba Boba found out that um, Gideon took Grogu? I mean, he was you know ready to go back and try to save that little guy, you know? So if he and heard I that Din is captured, so he might you No, know, it'd be a great scene. Jump on like it. the opening scene, Bo-Katan at Boba's palace, like, can you help us out here? Can you bring, can you help us bring Mando back? And he's like, no, I'm busy running Tatooine. And then Grogu shows up off the side and Boba Fett's like, yeah. <laughs> and that's just the first scene. All right, you never know. That's that's titles. Right. That's right. We'll we'll hear the Boba Fett theme, huh? Fett. All right. 
Edward Skywalker, the armor is actually that was very, unexpected. Yes. The armor is actually a very unknown character. She could be with Moff and betray Mando. But not criminal. We don't know that yet. She could be criminal. She could be criminal. I mean, maybe that's a conspiracy, but again, why was she not there? You know, why did she take off right before they got ambushed? You know? Uh Jamila. Then again, Dad. Yes. Remember. She would have had no idea the Imperials were there because well, that's well. She had never she, been to the Mind of Mandalore. Did. She kept preaching, "Oh, it's gone. It's been destroyed." Now, don't even get me started on the Mind of Mandalore. Now, remember when I said, um, when Bo, when, sorry, not Boba, but when Bo-Katan confessed to the Armorer that she saw the Mythosaur, the Armorer had no reaction, as if she already knew the Mythosaur was there. Like when they told Eddie Munson about Eleven's powers in season four, like okay, I haven't seen season four, like, but thank you for the spoiler. Yeah. How's that a spoiler? Well, I don't know. You tell me something about season four of Stranger Things, and I have not seen Stranger Things as but of it's yet. not really crucial to the plot. Okay, okay, but I I, I find it coincidental. Anyway, my point is yes, no reaction. <laughs> yeah, right. I just found it very strange that you know when you know Bo says I saw the mythosaur. Oh. This is the way. Like, what wait, kind of wait, reaction is that? Wait, Dad, that's uh, like you telling me you saw the butter cookie god. And then I had wait, no Dad, reaction, right? Because say I that seen to me. I say that to me. I dare you. That that I seen the butter cookie god. Yes. Keith, I've seen the butter cookie god. No reaction. <laughs> right. When you have a reaction, like where? Who is he? What does like, he look like? Where's the butter cookie god? Yeah. Is he benevolent? Yeah. Does he give butter cookies? Where are my cookies? Do we get an unlimited number of butter cookies? I had butter cookies for breakfast this morning. Okay. Yeah, sure did. I had butter cookies yeah, for we'll lunch. Bring up the Q&A and then we'll just go through them. Yeah. All right. So, Michelle, Boba and Fennec. Butter coming, cookies. Boba and Fennec coming back to rescue Mando would be awesome. Every Why question not? is butter cookies. Now. All right. Well, let's stay on target. Luke and Ahsoka. Stay on target. Luke and Ahsoka can also help rescue... Um, in the new Ahsoka series coming, it would be too. It would be cool to see Ahsoka mm. fight again. Edward Skywalker. Does Bo know about Ahsoka? Um, good question. I mean, I'm assuming Mando would have told her. Oh, good I question. Mean, I'm pretty sure yeah. Mando would want to tell her about some space lady who helped to train his his son. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, look. Can, yeah, all right. So, Alex. Laugh out loud, I think it's possible that the armor might be working with Moff Gideon to get rid of rivals. But I wonder if Thrawn is involved too, and he'll undermine both Gideon and the Mandalorians. Funny you should mention that, Alex. That was going to be my, going to be my second point. But, you know, I want to talk about Moff Gideon and Grand Admiral Thrawn. But let's keep going through the, the comments. Uh, Jamala, I don't believe the armor is shady. I think she's Bo-Katan, Merlin's priest figure. Okay. I think helping the wounded was very noble mm -hmm. and compassionate considering Mandalorian culture. Understood. Understood. It is, it is a very noble thing. Um, it is noble. Science Fictionary. What's up, y'all? Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, Edward, the armor is the most trustworthy person, but that also makes her a perfect person to betray them. Yeah. You know, I... I, you know, Nobody would suspect it. I would not be surprised. Just like you said, even if she was the one that betrays the Mandalorians, I don't think anyone would be surprised. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think they'd be disappointed, but not surprised. Nobody. Yeah. Okay. 
Crazy atmosphere. One of the biggest cheers was when Pallion showed up in the Shadow Council. Now, when Huck now, showed now up, I had no idea who this man was until well, like five minutes ago. That's very interesting, Michelle, because you know Pallion is not considered a, 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 a well-known character. But I guess when he showed up on screen or his name appeared on the screen, that people knew exactly who he was. Because they know, okay, so he's a character in the Heir uh, to the Empire book, so they know that that's, that's just leading up to Thrawn. So that was very interesting. Wow. Palan got a cheer. Laugh out loud. The Marion Webster Dictionary says a jubilee. <laughs> and jubilee. <laughs> Add a bit more wide than the cherry's jubilee. <laughs> Jubilated, I thought was a word, Alex. Thank you very much for clarifying. It's not. I jubilated. Miriam Webster is Miriam Webster wrong. I think Dave, John, and the rest of the crew are doing. <laughs> Ken, uh, Dave, John, and the rest of the crew are doing a great job this season, keeping us guessing. Well, who do you think we'll see in the last episode of the season? I'll tell you. Let's talk about it. Are you ready to talk about? I what? feel jubilated. <laughs> we'll we'll keep going through the comments as they come up. We'll, so we'll talk about. It. I want to. I want to talk. Okay, yeah, I want to talk about what's going to happen in the season finale. Here's, what do you think? Gideon? Here's what I think is going to happen. Oh, Moff, boy. Moff Gideon, he ain't going to make it. He is not going to make it. And you know why? Because he set himself up. When he walked into that shadow council and he started bad-mouthing Thrawn, well, where is he? You're talking about Thrawn. He's not here. And credit Thrawn walks in, shoots about, ba boom. <laughs> <laughs> End of the episode, right? Thrawn's gonna come in. We're gonna see Thrawn in episode eight next week. I think Thrawn's gonna make an appearance, which makes sense because we now know Lars Mickelson is coming back as Thrawn. So that's been revealed. Seems like a very selective piece of information to give us now. Exactly right. So they're preparing us for the emergence of Thrawn. And it's going to come next week in the, in the last episode. And Thrawn is going to take Gideon out. I said it. Because there's no way Gideon and Thrawn are going to work together. Gideon is just... He's, he's so he's, powerful. He's, 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 he's too much into himself. He, he, he's, he's so not powerful gonna, and brash. He's not going to really... He's not going to listen to Thrawn. He's, he's not, not. going to gel well with Thrawn. No. And Thrawn is going to have to show him who's boss. Exactly. And that's what's going to happen. Gideon is not going to make it out of episode eight. Mark my words. Season four arc. Gideon manages to crawl away from Thrawn, joins the Mandalorians, and betrays them in the end yeah. just to get the yeah. Darksaber back. Yeah. I think, yeah, so uh, Gideon's not going to make it. Uh, if there is going to be a mole inside um, the Mandalorians, we're going to find out who that mole is, you know, um, and the appearance of Thrawn. Thrawn's going to show up in episode eight. That's what I'm Do you have any guesses or ideas of what could happen? No. You so you do think that Boba is possible Boba can show up? Is it possible that? Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Gideon didn't seem to know that the Mandalorians were banding together when Kane told him at the beginning. I think if the armor were his spy, he'd have known. Okay. Oh, that's a good point, because he's like, that can't be. They're sworn enemies. So you're right. That's... Like, he would have been like, I already know. I got spies. Well, now, would he play his hand like that? I mean, would he want no, Kane? But he wouldn't say, he wouldn't say directly as spies. 
but he'd be like, I've heard rumors. He literally had no problem telling the entire Shadow Council that he has his ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. I, look, Gideon is a smart man. I mean, he's not going to tell you everything that he he's one knows. of those people. He's one of those people who plays poker with a straight face and keeps their cards close to their chest. Sure does. Yeah, yeah. He cannot be trusted. We know that already. Um, Aiden, this is the best way to, to EAP. Eep. I don't know what EAP means. Uh, uh, Alex, did the butter cookie god have Morgan Freeman's voice? No, the chocolate god is Morgan Freeman's voice. Okay. The butter cookie god is Chris Pratt's voice. Chris Pratt? Okay. I don't know, man. That's oh, what he's that was the about. first name that came to your mind? Chris Pratt? No. The Mario movie. Oh, okay. All right. That's cool. That's cool. This is the best episode ever. I think it's going to start with this. This is the way tech is going. Yeah, tech is gone. Yeah. Oh, please don't rehash. <laughs> yeah, I you know tech is gone. Yeah. I slammed that book shut and threw it across the room. Please don't open it. Bo worked with Ahsoka in the Clone Wars. That's true. Yes. And she's the one who told Din where to find Ahsoka when he was looking for a job. Yes, you're right. So very good point, uh, Michelle. So that answers our question. So Bo knows that Ahsoka is still around. Yeah. Oh. Science. So then again, they're, they're going to do something similar to what they did in the Book of Boba Fett. Call all hands on deck. You know, oh, that's what I wanted to say. I don't know if they necessarily need all hands on deck. Look, I think they just need Boba. Well, but then again, Boba and Fennec are like an unstoppable duo. Yeah, but did you see how many Mandalorians they have? I mean, I think they have enough to take on Gideon and his army. I'll tell you that's what, a though, lot of Mandalorians out there. Ahsoka would turn the tides. And Luke, because you think about it, he Ooh, knows who Luke. Gideon is. Luke He's already this. fought dark troopers. Wow. He had no problem taking down some best scar troopers. We didn't think about so Luke. So we saw Luke and Ahsoka team up with the Mandalorians because they need the firepower. Wow. I'll tell you one thing. Their blasters, Paz Vizsla, <coughs> was one of the few Mandalorians with a weapon yeah. that would be able to pierce the best armor. Him and Bo are the only people who would have enough force to straight up tack not tank, but to straight up tank one of those Beskar troopers or Gideon himself. Interesting. But Luke and Ahsoka's lightsabers can cut straight through that Beskar. Now, I know Luke swore the oath or whatever he did, and Ahsoka probably did too, but they can at least slice up the armor and let the Mandalorians do the rest. I like that. Bring in Luke and Ahsoka back. I forgot about Luke. What do you think? Because you think about it, Boba yeah. Fett and Fennec Shan is just kind of adding more to the crowd. True, right. I think, but I if think you it's had still possible. Two Jedi. But like Luke and Ahsoka, their characters stand out. Yeah, yeah. More because they have different abilities. It's like think about the best stats in a game. Uh-huh. If uh-huh. you're gonna add two characters who have relatively the same abilities as everyone else, uh-huh. or you can add two outstanding characters who have better abilities and combo moves that can therefore help them win the battle. Right, they, they would give them the edge. Wow. So from Bo's standpoint, I'd be like, let's get as many lightsabers in here as we can. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I, a problem that, you know, might happen, you know, with fans, that, okay, well, we saw Luke save the day in episode eight, season two, so you're going to bring Luke back to save the day again in season three? I don't know, maybe... That may not be possible. I didn't think Although about I would it. love I, it. I don't really care. Yeah, but, I would absolutely no, love it. No, I, I, lo- I would love the idea. If anyone's bad about that, yeah. take it up with Twitter. Okay. Science Fictionary. There is definitely a spy among the Mandalorians. The armor is a prime candidate. <laughs> Suspect number one. Sus. Sus. 
Thank you, Jamal. A great show. Thank you so much for joining us, too. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Michelle, I think Thrawn will kill Giddy. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, me too. But not until the movie. Wow. Okay. So people who weren't, who haven't followed the character in books and rebels, it's a movie. I'll show them just bad. You know, you know, it'll show them how bad and tough he is. It's a movie. Well, no. So what, what Michelle is saying. So, you know, that they announced that uh, Dave Filoni is going to be directing his own film. So yeah, I know about the tab of the Mandalorian. Well, right. So we're thinking that maybe he's going to do like an Avengers type movie where he's going to bring all these characters together in one movie, like bringing Ahsoka and Din Djarin and, and Bo-Katan and then Thrawn and then Gideon. So Michelle's thinking that Gideon is going to last until the movie. I don't have a problem with that. I, I well, no, I don't think. No, Gideon is not going to last because he's. He's too selfish. Chris he Pratt is possible as a butter cookie voice. He is Star Lord. There you go. There you go. Keith makes superb points. Yeah. Thank you. I can see Luke and Ahsoka coming back. That would be so cool. And they probably wouldn't come until the last moment. And credit scene. Luke and Ahsoka, we hear three lightsabers igniting. We see the green and the gray in the clouds, in a, like a cloud of smoke. Ba boom. It's over. So. I, I'm 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 there for that. Or that can be the beginning. We see we see the lightsabers coming out of the smoke. Mm-hmm. Then they raise. <laughs> Anybody thinking where Grogu was during the First Order and the sequels? I don't know you. I have not. He was probably about hiding. I I you know what? That's very interesting that you brought that up because I think wherever he is, he's surviving. He's thriving. Yeah. He's probably I mean, one of the. On. Star Wars would not kill off Grogu. I, yeah, I think what's going to happen is he's going to join Rey's new. I was just about to say that. of Jedi. I was just about to say that. I don't. I. I would not be surprised to see Grogu show up in the Rey movie. Why not? Why not? Dallas, what about the Mythosaur? Will he or she appear again? You know, there's always been talk about Bo riding the Mythosaur. Um, but isn't the Mythosaur in the water? Right. How would you get? How's she supposed to take it out the water? That's a good point. Transport it all the way to wherever this fight is, just so that she can ride it for a trailer shot. Well, well, not only that, but maybe she could use the Mythosaur as a way to defeat uh, Gideon and his army. I know, but I'm like, it's just too much work. Good point. And you know what? And that thing's huge. It's not going to fit in any ship unless you tie it to the back like a Christmas tree and jump through hyperspace with a big mythosaur hanging on your front windshield. Well, like, so all you can see is its hoof. Okay, well, it's no bigger than a Makes for great piloting. It's no bigger than a purgle, right? We can see a purgle. Yeah, those purgle are bigger than an N1 starfighter. And the heavier for sure. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to tie those to 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 well, one of your no, your, I hear you saying no, no, and hope it floats. <laughs> no, that's not, <laughs> no, you're not going to tie a pearl to a ship, right? I I got you. And a mythosaur can't fly through space, so I, I see your point. Like the right. pergil, they can help out at the very least. Mm-hmm. They can jump to hyperspace, and then you can turn your engine on and help them. But like the mythosaur just could be like. A big hoof on your windshield. Right. Both of them. You you just can't see anything. Mm-hmm. And just this constant thudding as, as the mythosaur shifts in hyperspace. You're just going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, maybe we'll see the mythosaur in the, in the last episode. I don't know. But you're right. You know, how would you get it 
out of you know the the the, the waters of uh, Mandalore. I don't know. I don't know. Good point. All right. Okay. Oh, this is yeah. This is the way. This is the way he is going uh, to die. Yeah. Are you referring to Gideon? Yeah. I. I again. I don't know if he's going to make it out, but you know we'll see. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's all. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Wow. This was. This was a fun episode. It's I mean, been an hour, y'all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was much to discuss. I mean, a lot going on in this episode. So again, I'm sure. Look, you know. You have you know fans out there saying you know Star Wars is is is, is buried. Excuse it's, me, it's not coming it, back. Excuse you know. me. Yeah, that's not. Excuse happening. me. Oh, here comes that English accent. It's, excuse it's, me. It's coming. All right. That that was that was my Karen. Sorry. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Let's. I have so many accents. Yes. Um, okay. All right. Uh, I don't think Will that's the, gonna happen. No, then. we had a question here. Will a mythosaur eat Gideon? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Thrawn's gonna take care of Gideon. Oh, that's we way to too Jurassic Park for Star Wars. Well, good point. Yeah. And also, that means Gideon's gonna have to travel all okay. the way to the mines. You know what? This voice that you're coming up with, you should have a name for this character that you're that you're performing. You know, it can't be Keith, right? Keith is an American. So who is this person? Uh, of course, my alter is an American. I mean, I I am American, but uh, gotta come up with so, so you got the good British names. Um, because I I got nothing. I don't know Idris. Stringer Bell. <laughs> Stringer. <laughs> Stringer Bell. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Okay, I got what? that. Stringer Bell. Yeah, don't worry about Am it. Am I like the bellboy or something? No, Am I like you're the bellhop at a restaurant? No, I'll explain to you after we 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 leave. Uh, all right. Why this don't was, you tell me now? This has been fun. Why don't you um, tell me now? We though? cannot wait until next week. Uh, gotta go. Good night. Great show, guys. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Wonderful. We're gonna wrap it up now. Um, so yeah, let's wrap up the show. What do we do after the season finale next week? Uh, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, we have uh, we've got the visions, we got visions adventures, yes. hopefully another Ahsoka trailer. Yes. Well, right. So you know, there's the there's, Marvels. We got Guardians coming May fifth. Yeah, right. If you're a Marvel fan, you know, you still got some Marvel material coming out. Uh, visions. I think that's going to be the talk of the town when that drops. You know, nine episodes. So, uh, and then um, you know, if you're into animated. Um, animated shows. We got the Young Jedi Adventures. So, you know, we're going to be watching and reviewing all of that. So, you know, it's not over. Right? Yep. Okay. All right, Keith, thank you. Very I am much. not going to drop my theory, by the way, about Visions 2 being mostly focused on the dark side. No, we've already talked about that. So there's no need to drop. I'm not going to drop the theory, though. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Keith, where can people find us? You know where to find us if you'd like to listen to us. We're wherever you get your podcasts. Socials are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fathers and Galaxy. Website, fathersandgalaxy.com. Our merch store is fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com. And our Patreon page is patreon.com slash fathersandgalaxy. Right. And remember, we have a and new Patreon. Check yes. out our YouTube community page for weekly updates. Okay. And remember, we uh, re, uh, we updated our, our Patreon page, right? Yes. So, so we have revamped yeah. all of the tiers. Yeah, two, and two everything levels. is brand new for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a $3 tier and our $5 tier with lots of benefits. Yeah. Our $3 tier will give you the benefit of a patron-only community. 
and patron-only updates. If it's a $5 tier, you will get all of that, plus monthly Q&A videos where we'll answer any of your questions related to Star Wars or Marvel. Or butter cookies. Excellent. All right. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And we're on the social, so you it won't be very difficult to find us. So thank you once again for joining us. We cannot wait for the season finale of The Mandalorian. Um, boy. Aiden, this is the way. See you next week for the next episode of the show. Absolutely. We will be back. Thank you, Dallas. Okay, so we will hang out more. Yes, Definitely. we will. We We're will. not going anywhere. Thank you. Just because Paz Vizsla became one with the sand doesn't mean our channel will be. That's right. Some nerd. Have a good night, everyone. Good night to you. We'll see you next week. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. Oh, we're going to need it after seeing and may the British accent be with you. All right. So until next time, everybody, take care. And we will see you again. And let's hope the writers don't give us another emotional hot string pull and kill off one of the other main characters. Please.